Jesus House in Pursuit of God Discovering Purpose Maximizing Potential Impacting Lives This message is being brought to you from Jesus House London God bless you Father, we thank you, Lord. We bless you, God. We give you praise, O oh God. Mali Brokos Tolobondorobo. We bless you, God. Oh God, we bless you, O God. We give you praise. We give you praise. Oh, we give you praise, O God. We give you praise, O God. Father, we thank you, O God. Lord, we bless you. We glorify your name, O God. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 You mustn't be left in any doubts as to the fact that we are in a war and you mustn't be left in any doubts as to the fact that there is an organized hierarchy of evil forces that are sent on an assignment against the Christian now of course you mustn't go to the extreme and have a preoccupation with Satan and with his demonic hordes. But then, whilst you mustn't be at that extreme so that it defines your life, you also mustn't find yourself at the other extreme where you are unaware or ignorant and consequently careless. The place for a Christian is right in the middle. An acknowledgement that there are dark forces. There are what uh, Derek Prince had called, has called bodiless persons. 
who are on an assignment against the Christians. And we understand that because the Bible tells us that. We understand from Paul that we, we don't wrestle against human beings, against flesh and blood. Our fight is not against flesh and blood. But please believe me, he doesn't say we don't wrestle against human beings, period. He goes on to say we don't, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but we do wrestle, he tells us in Ephesians 6 verse 12. And who do we wrestle against? We wrestle against an organized hierarchy of persons who you and I cannot see. Principalities, powers, spiritual darkness, spiritual, spiritual darkness and spiritual wickedness in high places. We do wrestle against the hosts of wickedness that we can't see with our natural eyes. You know, when the Bible says things like it says in 1 Peter 5 verse 8, be well balanced and always alert because your enemy, the devil, roams around incessantly. One translation says he prowls around like a roaring lion looking for its prey to devour. Now, you and I have never physically seen him prowling around. But the Bible tells us he does just that. You know, one of the scriptures that I find particularly interesting that always brings a smile to my face that tells me that there is always this context contest between dark, darkness and light is that story in Exodus where Moses goes with Aaron on the instruction of God and Moses goes with a lot of confidence and Aaron with a lot of confidence and they arrive at Pharaoh and on the instruction of God Aaron brings out his rod and throws it down to work a miracle. And it is a miracle. The rod becomes a serpent. But then Pharaoh has seen such. He understands that they are powers. And these are dark powers. And if you read the account in Exodus, the seventh chapter, he calls on those dark powers. Of course, we understand from the New Testament that the people he actually called were two of his best, Janis and Jambres. And he literally says to them, show these gentlemen that they have dark powers. And they throw down their rods and their rods become serpents. But the encouragement I take from that is that as every one of them threw down their rods and they became serpents, not one, probably not two, Aaron's rod, one serpent, swallowed all their rods. Way before Jesus had come, God was letting us know that in this contest between darkness and light, the light will always overcome. And we see the fulfillment of that in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. I find it instructive how far the church has drifted from scriptural teachings. It's possible 
to be a Christian for 10, 15, 20 years and never understand how to cast out demons. It's instructive that the first thing Jesus did in ministry was to cast out a demon. It's instructive that at least 25 more times he cast out these bodiless persons. And isn't it also instructive that part of what he gives us as our mandate is that we shall cast out these bodiless persons. So it's part of what we do as Christians. It's part of our lives. That when we encounter these persons, we cast them out. Of course, we don't cast them out in any way apart from the way he did. By his word. Hallelujah. When he encountered the, the demon in the synagogue that declared publicly, speaking out of the man, a bodiless person in a body, what have you come to do with us? What was Jesus' response? Luke 4, verse 35 and 36. The Bible says, But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be quiet and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown him in their midst, it came out of him and did not hurt him. Then they were all amazed and spoke amongst themselves, saying, What a word this is. It was the word that brought that victory. For with authority and power, he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out of him. Please, as we go into this, this time of prayer, know that we pray from a place of victory. We don't pray from a place of fear. We come because the, bat the battle has already been won at the cross of Calvary. Our prayer is to enforce victory. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you and we bless you. Sweet Holy Spirit, come upon every one of us and where we are not right with God, make us right by the blood of Jesus Christ. Clothe us in the full armor of God. We come with the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God, against every work of darkness. Father, we stand against these bodiless persons who are following the dictates of their leader. The Bible says the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. That's their assignment. But the scripture doesn't end there. The scripture says, Jesus says, but I have come that you might have life and have it abundantly. I declare the abundant of life is our portion irrespective of the works of darkness. Can someone say amen to that? The Bible says in Proverbs 21 verse 31, the horse is prepared for the day of battle, but victory belongs to the Lord. Can someone say amen to that? Father, we just thank you, O oh God. Now I'd like us to start by praying for ourselves. The greatest, the greatest battle is the battle within ourselves. It often involves emotions that are misplaced, passions that have gone out of control. 
A lot of times things that are happening internally. Oftentimes these things are happening and orchestrated by taken advantage of by the kingdom of darkness. But these things are happening because sadly we have opened doors and allowed the enemy in. So I want you to lift up your voice and ask the Heavenly Father to close every door that the enemy has used to come into your life tonight. That there will be no more gateways, no more open doors for the enemy to come into your life. Go on, will you lift your voice and let heaven know that you're submitted to God. You're saying, Lord, a new level of submission. So every door that the enemy has used to come into my life in one way or another, to take advantage of weaknesses in my life, prey on my emotions, to stir my passions to go out of control. Father, I ask, oh God, that you will close every single door in the name of Jesus. Father, please come and help me, Heavenly Father. Help me, oh God, so that I don't unwittingly cooperate with the enemy, oh God, and place myself in harm's way. Father, I bring myself before you, oh God, and I say, Heavenly Father, have mercy on me, O God. Father, help me, help me, help me, O God. The Bible says in Proverbs 25, verse 28, whoever has no rule over his own spirit is like a city broken down without walls. A person without self-control, one translation says, is like a city with broken down walls. In this prayer, I want us to rebuild the walls of our lives. By the Spirit, begin to rebuild the walls of our lives. Father, no more broken down walls. By your Spirit, O oh God, I take control of my life. I submit it to your Spirit, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. I declare, Father, that the broken down walls that the enemy took advantage of are repaired in my life, O oh God, tonight. No more broken down walls, Heavenly Father. Oh God of mercy. Father, let those walls be rebuilt, O oh God, by your Spirit, O oh God. Father, no more broken down walls that allow the enemy to come in freely into my life, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God of mercy. Father, we thank you, O oh God. Lord, we bless you, O oh God. We give you praise. Go on, just pray for a minute. Oh God of mercy. Father, the walls are rebuilt. The walls are rebuilt, oh God. The walls are rebuilt, oh God. Oh, we bless you. The walls are rebuilt, O oh God, Father. Father, my life is not open season for the enemy, O oh God. 
Oh God of mercy, Simandoro Bosto, Mandolo Broko La Yekeke, Mandoro Bojaka Karianda Brokos Dolobo, Robozo Tula Yekeke, Mandoro Bojanka Karianda Brokosto, Ora Bojaka Kariarabaste, Lebre de Sikandoro Bosto, Mandoro Bojokulaye, Oh, we bless you, God, Mandele Brakiandoro Bojaka. Oh, we bless you, God. We bless you, God. We bless you, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Emanila no no brosu kanda ya mandele broso kokorobo. Mandoro bojaka karianda brokos tolobo. Oh, we bless you, God. Moro bojaka karianda. Oh, brokos kokorobo jaka. Mandoro bojaka karianda. Father, we thank you. Now, a lot of the warfare that the enemy has is by words. You know, words spoken. And so we want to deal with words because we understand the power of words. They say that when words are spoken into the atmosphere, the words are literally carried around the world for want of another expression and so we want to deal with words the first set of words you want to deal with are the words that you have spoken yourself unwittingly you have hindered yourself trapped yourself because of careless words but thank God for a God of restoration thank God for the precious blood of Jesus Christ and so we want to rise to our feet or sit, whichever one you want, or lie prostrate. And you want to cancel every negative word that you have spoken concerning yourself, even by mistake or by error. You want to lift your voice and declare that tonight, Lord, I, I stretch back as far back as necessary and every negative word Every word I have carelessly spoken that the enemy has used to trap and hinder, to hold back, to cause mistakes to happen, I cancel those words. Go on. You want to cancel every one of those words. Father, we cancel every, every one of those words in the name of Jesus. We cancel every one of those words. We cancel every one of those words in the name of Jesus. Father, we cancel every one of those words, oh God. We cancel every one of those words. Male brokos dolobo jokula yeke keriende. Mando robo juka karianda. Mando robo jaka karianda. Mando robo jeki keriende brokos dolobo. Father, we cancel every one of those words, oh God. Mahale brosende lebo. Mando robo jokula yeke keriende brokos dolobo. Arriba kandara mosh delebo. Mando robo juka karianda Oh, 
Father, we thank you, God. We thank you. Every word cancelled, oh God. Every negative word, careless word that is affecting the lives of your children, cancelled, oh God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. In one of the most graphic examples of warfare, the encounter between David and Goliath. Before the victory came, it had already been settled by words that were spoken. Goliath's terrorizing of Israel was by words. Day and night, the Bible said, he would get up and shout the words that would terrify Israel. And the whole Israelite army was quaking in their boots at the words. The enemy has spoken many words. Words against people. Words against families. Words against the church. Great words against nations. But we have a greater word. The greatest word. The word of God. The Philistine said to David, Am I a dog that you come to me with sticks? And the Bible says, And the Philistine cursed David by his gods. And then he said to David, Come to me and I will give your flesh to the birds of the air and the beasts of the field. And he's still saying the same thing in different ways. You won't amount to anything. Your family is destined to that destruction. You will be trapped in that dark place forever. You can't break out of that addiction. That bad habit can't be, can't, you can't see the last of it. Shame will be your portion. You can't get that desired promise, yet God has promised it in his word. But what was David's response? David said to him, and I want to read this to you as we, as we come to this place of the fight. <laughs> then David said to the Philistine, You come to me with a sword, with a spear, and with a javelin. But I come to you in the name of the Lord of hosts, the God of the armies of Israel whom you have defied. Somebody must say that tonight to Satan. You've come to me with all this. You've tried your best. But tonight I come to you in the name of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ who has already defeated you at the cross of Calvary. This day, somebody say with me this day. Please say it like you believe it. Well, be emphatic. This day, the Lord will deliver you into my hand and I will strike you and take your head from you. Of course, we know it's not physical, but there's a warfare that's going on. 
And I will give the carcasses of the, ca of the camp of the Philistines to the birds of the air and the wild beasts of the earth that all the earth, while you will why I expect victory for you is because it's going to be part of your testimony that all the earth, that those who know you, your family, your friends, those who have been skeptical and cynical may know that there is a God in Israel. Then all this assembly shall know that the Lord does not save with sword and spear, for the battle is the Lord's and he will give you into our hands. I want you to come against every word that the enemy spoke against your life and declare that tonight, this day, this day, I confound you. This day, I pull down and destroy every one of those words. This day, I break the hold of any of those words over my life. This day, I declare my victory. I command those words that they will have no effect in the name of Jesus. I speak a greater word. I speak the word of God. That no weapon fashioned against me or my family will prosper. That every tongue that has risen up in judgment against me, speaking negative words, I condemn in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I declare that I shall walk through the valley of the shadow of death and nothing shall... I speak the word of God to the enemy as I declare that I am victorious in Christ because I have been ransomed by the blood of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. I declare that I am destined for abundant life because God has declared that that is, the, that is so. And I come against every negative word, every word that has sought to hold me back. I declare that I am free because the Lord has set me free. I come against every word, every word. Mandela brase kende lebro kula yeke keriende. Bazoko korobojaka kariata broko stolobo. I am fearfully and wonderfully made and destined to be used by God. Malebro kuna nikandele brosu kande lebre keki yaboshte. Alebre dekelebasinga lebro kotolobo. No more maha shekeke. No more mahan delebrosto. The Lord causes me to leap over a wall and to run through troops. And I declare that that wall, I leap over it by the Spirit of the living God. I declare that I am lifted by God to soar with eagles in the name of Jesus. my hands are strengthened for war. I cancel, I cancel it in the 
name of Jesus. I cancel it in the name of Jesus. By the authority that is given me, I cancel it in the name of Jesus. Maleste. Baruba Shaka Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Now continuing along those lines. The enemy's stock in trade is lies. The name the Bible gives him is Belzebub, the father of lies. He tricked our parents into the fall by lies. He speaks lies into our thoughts and into our minds. So how do we come against the lies? By the truth. The truth personified in our risen Savior and the truth of the Word of God. And so I want us to come against every lie of the enemy. The lies that he has tried to tell so that there's a struggle to hold on to the promise of God. If God has said it, let's just simply hold on to it. 2 Corinthians 10 verses 3 to 5 in the Passion Translation. For although we live in the natural realm, we don't wage a military campaign employing human weapons, using manipulation to achieve our aims. Instead, our spiritual weapons are energized with divine power. May the Lord energize you, energize your mind, Energize your tongue with divine power to effectively dismantle the defenses behind which people hide. We can demolish every deceptive fantasy that opposes God and break through every arrogant attitude that is raised up in defiance of the true knowledge of God. And this is the one I, lo I love, please. We capture like prisoners of war, every thought and insist that it bow in obedience to the anointed one. So we want to pray this prayer. First for yourself, then for members of your family, especially those who don't yet know Christ. So for yourself, you want to declare that in the name of Jesus, I capture like a prisoner of war Every thought, every lie that the enemy has sold me, has planted in my mind. I capture it and insist that it must bow to the truth in the name of Jesus. Go on, begin to declare that for yourself. In the name of Jesus, every lie, every thought that stands against God, every arrogant attitude that dares to stand against the word of God, I take captive like a prisoner of war. The Bible says that whatsoever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. That's the authority I have. The Bible declares that I have the keys of the kingdom to lock that door. And so I lock that door and I take captive and put in prison every thought, every lie. The lie that has tried to affect my esteem that has tried to affect my confidence, that has told me that I am not able to. I declare that by the truth of God's word, that I am a child of God, 
I declare by the truth of God's word that I am ransomed, bought by the blood of Christ, reconciled to my Father in heaven. I declare that every lie is taken captive in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, God. We bless you. And Father, I pray for every member of my family, O God. I take captive, O God, every thought that stands against you in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. Now, I'm expecting that, that ceilings will break in the next prayer. Restraints will break. The enemy has done a good job in keeping the children of God restrained, held back. If we are saying spirit break out, then there must be a breaking forth in our lives and a breaking out in our lives. Micah, the second chapter and the 13th verse. The one who breaks open will come up before them. They will break out, pass through the gate and go out by it. Their king will pass before them with the Lord at their head. One translation, the New Living Translation says, Your leader will break out and lead you out of exile, out through the gates of the enemy's cities, back to your own land. Your king will lead you. The Lord himself will guide you. I declare that someone has to come out of the enemy's city. The enemy's city is where he has trapped someone. And your prayer has to be the prayer of someone who is saying, I must break out to fulfill God's purposes. The encouragement is that your leader will break out and lead you out of exile. Your king, the Bible says, will lead you. The Lord himself will guide you. Father, let this word be truth in our lives, O God. Father, too many constraints, too many restraints, O God. Too many of your children held bound, O God, held trapped, held back, Heavenly Father. Too many, O God, Father, in the cities of the enemy. And Father, so we come to stand in the gap. First for ourselves, O God. As we declare, Father, this is the time, the season to break out. I break out from all those constraints in the name of Jesus. I break out by the power of God. I break that ceiling, oh God. I break those constraints, oh God. Oh God of mercy, I break out, Heavenly Father. I break out, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God of mercy, O oh God. Father, I break the constraint. I break the barrier. I break into the new. I break into your plans for me, O oh God. And I stand in the gap, O oh God, Heavenly Father, for members of my family. Let parents stand for their children, oh God. Father, let siblings stand for each other. Let children stand for parents. And I want you to war with the enemy and declare that you can no longer be held back. 
You must fulfill God's purpose. You must fulfill God's plans. Oh God of mercy. Father, the time, oh God, to favor your children to fulfill your plans has arrived, oh God. In the name of Jesus, oh God, I declare breaking out in that family. I declare breaking out, oh God, in your life. I declare that you are bursting forth, that you are bursting forth, oh God. The scriptures say our king has led and taken you out. I declare that in the name of Jesus, so that his name is glorified, so that you can serve him, that you're breaking out, you're breaking out from that constraint, breaking out from that restraint, that you're breaking out from the city of the enemy. Your destination is not the city of the enemy. Your home is not the prison that the enemy has put someone in. Jabeste, Makiando Lobosto, Boruba Jacadeste, Kelimando Robosto, Baza Gadeste, Malinka Labro, Zukayeke, Arriba Father, we thank you, O God. Father, we bless you, O God. We bless you, O God. Mando Robosho Kulayekeke. Now, will you, will you declare this after me? Heavenly Father, declare it. I cancel every ungodly pattern, every ungodly cycle in my life. In the name of Jesus Christ, I cancel it. Tonight, I declare that the pattern is destroyed. The cycle is broken. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 2 verse 11, 2 Corinthians 2 verse 11, lest Satan should take advantage of us for we are not ignorant of his devices. Now if there's anything that I personally find painful, it is to see where Satan has set a trap, put a bait, dug a pit, and a child of God has fallen into it. And oftentimes with great cost. The story of Judah and Tamar is one that comes to mind where the enemy caused havoc by his schemes. Genesis 38. Now here was a woman who was aggrieved because she felt she had been wronged. Two husbands had died and according to the custom, she was to marry the third husband. But the father of the husband, after two husbands had died, thought if he marries the third husband, he might die too. So the father tricked her and didn't give her the third husband. So she was seething 
with anger. The same attitude that our adversary has against you and I, he's seething with anger. And the Bible says she was aware that the son she was to marry had grown up, but no arrangements had been made for her to come and marry him. Verse 14, Genesis 38. So she changed out of her widow's clothing and covered herself with a veil to disguise herself. That's what the enemy does. If he presented it as a trap, as a ditch, as a snare, as a bait, none of us would take it. So he veils it so that we can't see it clearly. And my prayer over your life is that by the eyes of the Spirit of God, you will see every snare, every bait, every pit, every trap that has been laid before you. So she sat at the road at the entrance to the village. And Judah noticed her and thought she was a prostitute. Since she had covered her face, so he stopped and propositioned to her. I pray for you that you will only see the things that God has designed for you to see. I pray that as our Lord prayed, that our Heavenly Father will not lead you, allow you into temptation. And where that temptation comes, that, that, that trap, he will deliver you in the name of Jesus. So he stopped and propositioned her. Oh God, I declare over your life that you will never stop at the wrong stop. That even when everything in you wants to stop, by the grace and mercy of God, I declare by your life, the Spirit of the Lord will move you on. I declare by your life that your feet will never carry you to the wrong place in the name of Jesus Christ. And it's an act of grace and mercy because sometimes we ourselves are working against God. But may mercy override even your wrong decisions in the name of Jesus Christ. So he stopped and propositioned her, let me have sex with you, he said. Now why would he say that? Because he wasn't in control. Lust was driving him. And so I declare by your life that nothing will drive you to take a decision that will destroy your life. That as you yield to the Spirit, the Spirit will become the controlling influence in your life. Can someone say amen to that? How much will you pay to have sex with me? Tama asked. I'll send you a young goat from my flock, Judah promised. But what will you give me to guarantee that you will send the goat? What kind of guarantee? He replied. By this time, the man should have known that this is not a regular prostitute. 
but the spirit of error was in operation. May that spirit of error never find you or a place in your life. May your discernment be such that you will discern that this is the enemy even when it doesn't look like the enemy. Leave me your identification seal and its cord and the walking stick you're carrying. She was asking him for his life. Ah, Lord. May God open our eyes so that we don't unwittingly give away our destinies to the enemy. Will you rise to your feet? You're going to pray all those prayer points as you're led by the Spirit. That that is not my portion. I will not be in the wrong place at the wrong time. That my life is yielded to the Spirit of God. I'm not controlled by any impulses anymore. My passions don't overrun me. I receive a spirit of discernment. I receive the spirit that will allow me to make the right decisions. I come against every force of the enemy that's trying to influence my life to make the wrong decisions. Go on, will you lift your voice and begin to declare that. Father, we just thank you, God. Mandele Bresi Galianda Broco Zobro Sekianto Lobro Sukalie Mando Robo Jeke Kerien de Broco Stolobo Shabash de Lebren de Kiando Broco Zanka Cariata Broco Stolobo Mando Robo Jocula Yeke Mando Robo Gende Broco Zakianto Robo Malebro Sicanda Labra Sekele Mande Libra Sakianto Robo Jocula Ye Borobo Jocula Brose Delicala Brusaca Delebra Zekeleba Father, in the name of Jesus, O oh God. Father, we, dis we, dis we destroy, O oh God, every plan of the enemy, O oh God. Father, to dig pits for us, to lay snares for us. Father, to set traps for us, O oh God. We will never fall into those traps, O oh God. Father, by your spirit, O oh God, as we are submitted, your spirit will lead us in the right direction, O oh God. Father, we thank you, O God. Lord, we bless you, O God. We give you praise, O God. Today, bear with me. I'm going to overrun for nine minutes. Just bear with me because I want to finish these prayer points the Lord laid on my heart. Now, we're going to pray against the spirit of death, premature death especially. It's a pattern in your family or you've have a fear of it or you've had dreams about it that are terrifying you <laughs> we want to pray against that spirit of death a couple of scriptures very quickly a bit rapid fire bear with me Psalms 91 verse 6 with long life I will satisfy him satisfy you and he will show you his salvation Psalms 118 verse 17. This is the sword of the spirit that we come against the enemy with. I shall not die but live and shall declare the works and recount the illustrious acts of the Lord. Deuteronomy 5 verse 33. This is your portion. It's your promise. You shall walk in all the ways which the Lord has commanded you that you may live and that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land which you shall possess. 
Job 5 verse 26. You will go to the grave at a ripe old age, like a sheaf of grain harvested at the proper time. Of course, sometimes God allows people to come home at what we don't consider the right age. That's okay. As long as it is God who is saying the plan is finished. The race is over. But may it not be for your life that it came prematurely because the enemy struck. We say no. The enemy will not strike you with death in the name of Jesus Christ. And I speak into your family and declare that the spirit of death has no place hovering over your family in the name of Jesus Christ. So we hold the sword of the spirit in the word that we have read and we come against that spirit of death. Come against that spirit of death. Lift your voice. Go on. Come against that spirit of death. It doesn't matter what the enemy has planned. You cannot go one day before God says it's your time. I declare that over your life. That you have to finish that race. You have to run that course. Oh God of mercy, oh the fountain of life, we speak out of that fountain against death. I join my faith with my brother and my sister and declare those nightmares are over in the name of Jesus. I command that spirit of the fear of death out of her life. I declare, Father, that she receives strength from you. We can declare to death, where is your sting, grave, where is your victory? Because we understand the power we have, the victory we have in Christ. Father, we declare, O oh God, no more the fear of death. That, that fear of death, we rebuke you. We rebuke you. I join my faith with yours and I stand in the gap on your behalf. And I declare that it has no place. It has no hold. And I speak over our children. No place and no hold. I speak into your families that everyone must finish the assignment for which God has called them. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. We pray this last prayer point as an overarching prayer point. And I want you to really declare this for your life. And you're, all you're declaring, you see the beauty about these prayers, you're, not, you're declaring the word of God. Just declare it and leave God. The Bible says he hastens to see the fulfillment of his word. That's why we must declare the word of God. He hastens when we declare it. He wants to quickly bring it to pass because it's his word. And so this is our last prayer point. It's an overarching prayer point. And what are we praying? We are, we are establishing God's purpose for our lives. In doing that, 
we are canceling everything that is not God's plan or purpose for our lives. Two scriptures, Isaiah the 14th chapter, verse 24. <laughs> the Lord of hosts has sworn, saying, Surely as I have thought, so it shall come to pass, and, I have, and as I have purposed, so it shall stand. Whatever he has thought, that has to come to pass. Why? Because Agu says so. No, 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 no. Because he says so. And what he has purposed, that shall stand. Verse 27 of the same chapter, Isaiah 14. For the Lord of hosts has purposed. Has he purposed something concerning your life? And who shall annul it? His hand is stretched out. And who will turn it back? Father, we bring your word back to you, O God. We don't come with our own words, but with your words. That you have sworn concerning me. That as you thought, it shall come to pass. And as you have purposed, so it shall stand. And so, Father, I declare by your own word, by your own mouth, that this word has to come to pass. I align with the word and declare that it shall stand what you have purposed and your thoughts shall come to pass. Father, who dares to annul it? Your hand is stretched out. Who can turn it back, oh God? Father, we declare that word over our lives, over our families, oh God. We declare it over your church, over the nations. What you have purposed shall come to pass. Who can annul it, oh God? You have stretched out your hands, which means that you are already bringing it to pass, oh God. Go on. Declare the word of God over your life. It's not the word of a man, it's the word of God. Who can annul it, O God? Who can annul it, O God? It's the word of God, not the word of a man. Oh, Father, take all the glory, take all the glory, take all the glory, oh God. Father, this is so that we can be used by you. So that our, your plans and purposes in your kingdom can come to pass. In whatever way you choose to use us. Father, we thank you. Lord, we bless you. And so, Father, I declare over your children that by your grace, they are aligned with your plans and purposes. I declare, Father, that your feast comes down and dismantles everything that has been built against them in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare, Heavenly Father, that on their behalf, your sword of judgment is released. And that, Father, wherever anyone is standing against them, plotting against them, and your spirit has gone ahead to cause them to repent and change their ways, but they have not. 
May the sword of judgment fall in the name of Jesus Christ. I declare, Heavenly Father, that even if you have to use them with their hardened hearts, because they have hardened their hearts like Pharaoh and refused, Heavenly Father, to yield, then, Father, let them be the substitutes for what was intended for your children. I declare, Heavenly Father, that the spirit of a warrior will rest upon your children. I pray, Heavenly Father, that every one of your children will get a revelation of who we are in Christ that will allow us to stand against every wile of the enemy. I pray, Heavenly Father, that our lives will no longer be like cities without walls. For tonight, the walls have been rebuilt and the gates have been put in place. Father, we just thank you. Lord, I pronounce your blessing, O oh God, on all these, your children. By your spirit, by your grace and your mercy, I declare that there will be no premature deaths, O oh God. If anyone under the sound of my voice, as we align ourselves with the spirit of God, is ever called home, it will be at the appointed time and Father, we can yield to that, O oh God. Father, we bless you. We give you all the praise and glory. May the sound of rejoicing, Father, be constant in their homes. May your praise be a two-edged sword in their mouths. In Jesus' name. And Father, I pray especially, O oh God, concerning finances as we come to the end and give an opportunity for people to give Lord there's nowhere in your word that we find poverty as a blessing from you it's brought about by the wickedness of men the mismanagement of men the oppression of men and by us making wrong decisions often fueled by lust and greed. We repent of those, Heavenly Father. And Lord, I ask simply, based on your word, that you make all grace abound to your children. That in all things and at all times, they will have enough to meet their needs and a surplus to be a blessing, to abound to good works. Lord, that's the biblical position and we take it for every single one of your children. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Hallelujah.